Grace, mercy, and peace be with you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. So in addition to this week being the week when we celebrate All Saints and the Reformation, it is, of course, also the blessed secular holiday of Halloween, which means it's a time for spooky movies on TV and even in classrooms at school for reasons I'm still not entirely clear on. But one of the spookiest movies that I've ever seen came out about 24 years ago, 1999, and it was M. Night Shyamalan's The Sixth Sense. Now, without giving too much away about the movie in case you haven't seen it yet, in the movie, Bruce Willis, Missouri Synod Lutheran, by the way, plays a psychologist, child psychologist, who's working with a young boy whose name is Cole. And about, oh, a third of the way through the movie, Cole finally reveals his terrifying secret to his doctor. I see dead people, he says, and they don't even know they're dead. Jesus came amongst us to announce the good news. And right in the middle of John's record of Jesus' ministry and his miracles, in John chapter 8, we have these beautiful words that we hear every Reformation. If you abide in my word, you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. What's interesting is the response, because these are the Jews that believed in him. And what is their immediate response? We're descendants of Abraham. We have never been slaves of anyone. It would be sort of as if the United States said to Israel, don't worry about all those missiles being launched at you. You have our Iron Dome Patriot system. And they were to respond, we are the people of God. We've never needed to fear missile attacks from anyone. What is this Iron Dome of which you speak? You see, every single year, the Jews gathered to celebrate one of their highest, holiest days, the festival of the Passover. And what was the Passover celebrating? The fact that the descendants of Abraham, who went down to Egypt and had grown to great number, had become slaves under Pharaoh and had cried out to God for deliverance. And finally, the Lord raised up Moses and came with a mighty arm and an outstretched hand to deliver them from Pharaoh's clutches through the splitting of the Red Sea and out into the Sinai Peninsula. They had been slaves, and now, at last, they were free. <coughs> and here they are, a few hundred years later, speaking to their Messiah and saying, we're descendants of Abraham, and have never been slaves to anyone. It's almost as if Jesus is looking right at them and saying, I see slaves and they don't even know they're slaves. The world has the same problem. And we often walk around amongst the people of the world, and we should be thinking to ourselves, I see slaves, and they don't even know they're slaves. The problem is understanding what the world is enslaved to. And this is sometimes where Christians don't see as much as they should. I was listening to a podcast excerpt this week with Flame, who is one of our big-name Lutheran rappers in the United States. Yes, there are such things. 
and a National Mission colleague of mine, Pastor Delwyn Campbell. And Pastor Campbell was pointing out in this excerpt, this brief part of this podcast, that 500 years ago, the biggest fear that Europeans had was of going into an eternal place of punishment called hell. The Reformation was about proclaiming that Jesus had actually delivered people from fear of hell. That was what the Reformation was all about, recovering that people need not have that unreasonable fear because Jesus had died for them. He had atoned for their sins. He offered forgiveness freely to the people, to everyone who was enslaved to fear of going to hell. Jesus has come to set them free by his word. That is the truth, the truth that sets free. But Pastor Campbell goes on to point out that that really isn't a problem in our day and age. We don't have people walking around all day long worrying about whether they might end up in a personal hell. My apologies, someone's ringing our doorbell next door. So, um, The question then is, what are people enslaved to if they truly are slaves? In many ways, our culture is not unlike the Jews of Jesus' time. When we proclaim that Jesus' word will set them free, what's the response? We are citizens of Quebec and have never been slaves to anyone. How can you then say that Jesus will set us free? We are free to choose our own jobs. We are free to choose our own places to live. We are free to choose our own partners, whatever gender or sexuality. How can you say that we're slaves? But if you're really paying attention, if you've been reading the newspaper online, which is the only place we can really read it anymore, or listening to les balados or podcasts or the news or paying it all attention to the conversations around you, you know that people do have fear of something. Whether that's a fear of losing French, whether it's fear of immigrants, whether it's fear of war, or the big granddaddy of them all that we all are desperate to avoid, which of course is fear of death. When I walk around, I still see slaves. They don't even know they're slaves. They don't know they're slaves because they look around in bewilderment at the situation in the world. Wars in Europe, in the Middle East, violence in our streets, protests, anger, hatred against each other that just seems to grow day by day. And people are wandering around wondering, where, where is this coming from? We're all such nice people. We're all such good people. Why is there so much anger and hatred and violence? How can all of this be happening? <clears throat> People say, when we are so free. Is it possible that all of this is happening precisely because we are not as free as we think? That we are, in fact, still slaves. And is it possible that Jesus is the one who can break that slavery to fear? Slavery to anxiety and stress, fear of the future, and slavery to the fear of death itself. Can it be that we still fear hell? Not an eternal hell that is yet to come, that we don't believe in anymore, but the hell that we are already in. To those slaves, Jesus comes and says, If you abide in my word, 
you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. First, the truth is going to make you angry because the truth is that there is one fault for the world's problems. There's one fault for the reason why there is anger and distrust and why we are anxious and stressed out. And the fault is right here. This is where it starts in each and every human heart. It does no good to point and say, well, maybe they're the problem or they're the problem until we recognize the truth, which is that it's right here as close as my own body. There is no distinction, Paul writes to the Romans and to you and I, the word of the Lord, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Every single person bears responsibility for the mess that we are in. We are enslaved to the very problem and we cannot free ourselves. That's the second part of the truth. There's no book that is going to liberate you that you can find on the self-help counters. There's no seven-step plan that is going to fix the problem in here. Jesus answered them, Truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who practices sin is a slave to sin. The slave does not remain in the house forever. Not until they're freed. So freedom starts with knowing the truth about ourselves. That we are not all that. That it's not someone else's fault. It's our fault. But freedom also comes from knowing the truth about Christ, which is that Jesus knows that. It is precisely why he has come. He has come to those who have said, Lord, free me from slavery. Lord, free me from anxiety. Free me from stress. Free me from the fear that one day I will die. Free me from the fear that somebody will take away my stuff from me or take away my identity from me. Jesus, make me yours. And the truth is that is precisely how we become free. When you realize you are God's sons and daughters despite what's happening in here because of what Jesus did up there, then you start to know what it means to be free. And you can still live in the world with people that are walking around who are slaves who do not even know they're slaves, but because you were once a slave and I was once a slave, we can tell them that there is freedom. There is freedom in knowing a God who is willing to give up his own life for you and for me while we were still God's enemies. There is freedom in knowing that there is a God who loves us even to the point of death. There is freedom in knowing that same God rose again three days later and that you and I too will rise again into a new creation that is being prepared for us by that same God. And that all of this is given to us by grace. That no matter what happens out there in the world of slavery, you and I are free. This is the eternal gospel we share with the whole world. We are in some ways that angel that flies over creation, the messenger who goes to people and says, I see that you are slaves. You do not even know that you are slaves. But let me show you your slavery that you might find in Jesus your freedom. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen.